News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Okay, I just checked, uh, getting back up to that first step. Uh, it's, uh, that doesn't collapse too far, but uh, it's that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And that, of course, was the iconic voice of Neil Armstrong becoming the first man to walk on the moon on the 16th of July 1969. And NASA is now hoping to return people to the moon for the first time since 1972 with an unmanned mission set to launch today ahead of a manned mission in 2025. And David Moore, Chair of Astronomy Ireland and Editor of Astronomy Ireland magazine, joins us now. Um, David, myself and Jonathan are both nerdily excited about all of this. Um, Tell us what's going to happen today and also about this program now to send people back to the moon? Well, we're expecting launch just after 1.30pm Irish time. You can watch it live online, just search NASA television, lots of links there. And what we're hoping is going to happen today is that the first man-rated, human-rated craft to go to the moon since 1972 will successfully be launched on a new huge super rocket carrying the Orion space capsule, which is where where the crew will sit. This mission isn't manned. It's all completely automatic to make sure the systems work. And over the next 42 days, six weeks, it will orbit the moon, check out its systems, and then return and most critically splash down safely because it comes in at an incredibly high speed that hasn't been seen from manned spacecraft since the 1972 Apollo missions. Okay, and... Why now? Why are we returning to the moon and putting men on the moon? What's the kind of the goal here? Yeah, well, we have to remember that the Apollo missions of the late 60s and the early 70s, they only lasted about three years, uh, July 69 to December 72, were really a big political race with the then Soviet Union, a sort of a, a peaceful Cold War in space. And it shouldn't really have happened in normal sort of engineering and scientific terms that early. A huge amount of of NASA's budget was pumped into this prestigious pro- project. And the Americans won in the end. The Russians had beaten them at everything else. Uh, first rocket in space, first human in space, first woman in space, first spacewalk. They just were racking up all these fantastic records. Uh, but the big goal was always the moon, as uh, JFK set for them in the early 60s, but didn't live to see, unfortunately. And then sort of interest petered out because You know, there were lots of scientific things you can do on the moon, but it's a very expensive way of doing science. Human-rated spacecraft have to have so many systems to make sure nothing goes wrong. It's only money if it's a robot spacecraft and maybe a bit of embarrassment. But when human lives are lost, things are very, very different. So this mission, the Artemis program, Artemis in mythology is the twin sister of Apollo, is designed to get people back to the moon safely and then to keep them there. So the idea is that there's going to be a a lunar orbiting space station, that they're going to be moon bases. And things are going to speed up very quickly. We've been a long time waiting for this giant rocket, but now there'll be another mission next year with people on board to make sure it actually can house humans safely. And then 2025, we expect an actual landing on the moon in over 50 years since the, the last one. So that's the goal, to get okay. people back on space so on the moon and keep them there. Are they going to build then, in that case, a space station of some kind on the moon that people can stay there for, I don't know, weeks or months or potentially longer? Is that that's what's going to happen on the moon? 
Yep, and in fact, plans are already well advanced. There's lots of streams of this running. In fact, there's there's almost a worry that it's a huge uh, program, about $20 billion in today's money. Uh, the Apollo programs probably cost more than that, but then there wasn't much technology lying around back in the 60s that had to be created. So uh, the, the idea is to have a, an actual orbiting space station called Lunar Gateway, and from there, it's a sort of staging post to take craft down to the lunar surface and back up. So I won't say they thought of everything, but they've been thinking of a lot of things. And tenders are out to commercial companies to produce both the space station and, or the lunar station, we should probably call it, and indeed the craft that are going to go down and come back up. And it's expected at some stage there will be commercial operations independent of government bodies like NASA that will go to the moon and keep people there in the long term. And space, 2025, space tourism, it's amazing. Can I just ask you a last question? And I know this is maybe a forerunner to, to us travelling to Mars and space stations and more. Like we're actually, this is a, you know, a small encroachment out off this planet to perhaps put humans elsewhere. But why have, I know this is the first time in 50 years, but why has there been nothing between 1972 and now? Well, um, as I said, the technology in, in the 70s was, was very advanced and therefore very expensive. And the, the cost of putting people into space is very, very high. Even for putting simple payloads, small satellites into space, you're talking tens of thousands of dollars, actually euros per kilogram. So that, that makes space very difficult. So it's been the preserve of very big companies who have experiments that are worth that kind of money. So some drugs, you can, you can make test samples of them in weightlessness relatively cheaply compared to building a giant factory on the ground to do it. So it behoves companies like that, and they have done it, to do t uh, small samples and therefore trials using weightlessness. And that's what the International Space Station does. Uh, we've seven people in space that flew over. But, but, but David, is, is, is just, it's just down to money then, is it? Is that why we haven't gone to the moon for 50 yeah. years? Space is still very expensive, even though space tourists paying, uh, you know, just to nip up into space for a few minutes, they're paying about probably half a million dollars. If you want to spend 10 days on the International Space Station, the price tag is currently $30 million. Jesus. So it's like a, a world cruise, only very expensive. But that price will come down as okay. things are mass produced. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us about all of that this morning. Uh, as I say, you have gladdened the nerdy hearts of myself and Jonathan Healy here. That is David Moore, Chairman of Astronomy Ireland and Editor of the Astronomy Ireland magazine. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.